This is the Hard Mark Podcast, starring Eric Donaldson and Ryan Murphy. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 6, the number of the beast of the Hard Mark Podcast. So much cream, hot audio cream coming at ya, inserting in your ear holes. My my name is Eric Donaldson, and guess who's with me? It's the same guy who's been with me for the previous five episodes. His name is Ryan Murphy. You might also know him as the man of a thousand compliments. You might also know him as the soul skater. How you, how's it do? How, how's it going, Ryan? You last time we hung out, you said I wasn't. You, I didn't accept your compliment very well. So yes, um, but apparently you, you get a lot. I do. So you'll notice that your nickname is not the man of a thousand compliments and he accepts them well. Just you're get, ju- you okay. just receive a lot of compliments. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But you're doing well? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, it's been a little while since we've sat down again. Not that the audience would know, but we know. It has been. A little battery recharge. We're back. We like are enjoying a night. How is that beer? I didn't even get a chance to it ask. It is good. It's, is it? It's what I. It's what I thought it would be. Interesting. It's uh. It's kind of this little hint of peach. Nothing overwhelming. It's it, an IPA. It's peach. Peach IPA. Yeah. From Red Hook. It's good. Okay. It's good. Thanks. Strong. Decent. You know. I got one more left. I'll have to give it a try. <sighs> yeah. That looks delish. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get the the plugs out of the way right off the bat before I forget. Guess where we we are? Facebook. Guess where we all also are? Are you plugging Facebook? Twitter. Get, get they need the the advertisement. They're they're struggling without us. There's a, Mr. Zuckerberg's in the hot water. Yes. If you've known us, I think also. I don't want to put this out into the ether without committing to it, but I'm pretty sure that by the time uh, people are listening to this, we will probably have some sort of presence on YouTube. So if anyone likes, um, you know, listening to podcasts. In a YouTube format, maybe you're unfamiliar or uncomfortable with uh, Podbean or anything like that. What goes over that as like the video? The visual. Yeah, the video. Whatever people, whatever I make it as the visual. Yeah. A lot of times they'll just, you know how, um, you remember Winamp, the old like audio software that you could, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how it just do like design, that, like the audio that's what I thought, representation? I, you, well, yeah. I mean, it's whatever you make, you'd have to like create that. I don't think YouTube has a, a set format of I'm surprised. Like, you would think they would. Maybe they do. I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah. uh, again, by the time I think people are listening to this, we'll, we'll have that presence. So at the moment, I haven't really delved into it. But I'm very happy that you took the time to download or stream or maybe you're just a, a spouse or significant other sitting in the car with someone who's listening to this. <laughs> to this. Or maybe you got a Maybe you're in 2030, maybe in the future. Still listening. Still listening. Maybe you have a, a neural implant in your brain. Top comment, 2030. <laughs> maybe you're one of those things. Regardless of which one of those things you are, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Ryan and myself talk about grappling and, you know, whatever else happens to to uh, come across our mind. So right off the bat here, Ryan, very exciting news. Are you excited? Very excited. Good, as yeah. you should be. I am also excited because now we finally, for the first time ever, we have feedback. Feedback from the listeners, from our adoring public. We have feedback that they have given us. Uh, a couple things that I've heard, and I wanted to just kind of right off the bat here address it with you if that's okay. Please. please. Yeah. 
Okay, so in our last episode, episode five, it was Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow. We were talking about the X Games, the world of extreme sports, things of that nature, and you were sort of listing off various uh, extreme sports icons over the years, your Ryan Nyquist, etc. Uh, one of the names that you mentioned, Ryan, yeah. was a, a gentleman by the name of Dave Mira. Dave. <laughs> I may have made a joke about pegging about Dave Mira. I just, pegging Dave Mira? I just wanted to set the record straight. I did not know that Dave Mira had since passed away. Uh, apparently, he has not been alive since 2016. So... My bad. I didn't realize that that was a thing. But thank you to the Hardmark listenership for passing that information really? along. You seem stunned. Yeah, I also was not aware that Dave Mayer had uh, yes passed away. Twenty sixteen. So he's he's no longer been with us since for the past like four years or so. Uh, that's not funny. I just <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's not. It's not um, funny. And had I realized that, that was the case, Ryan Murphy. Who brought up his name? I probably wouldn't have made a pegging joke, but uh, that was is. It, was this? Did it have to do with pegs on a bike? Was that the his death? No, the pegging joke. Is that where it came from? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I don't recall the. It was joke, a BMX. It was a B- Yeah. Uh, so it fit exactly. Yeah, it wasn't just you know talking about pegging for the sake of pegging. It was this related to to the topic at hand. But I just want to clarify that in case anybody was like, "Wow, what an asshole!" I didn't know he wasn't alive anymore. And I wouldn't have. Well, damn! I wouldn't have called him out. Saw me, like. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but I, I thought it was important to you know. A lot of newspapers have their corrections and retractions bit, so this is the equivalent of that yeah. here at Hardmark Episode Six. Uh, so that is one thing. Okay. There's a second thing. So that's kind of more on me. I'll I'll accept that, even though you maybe should have fact checked before you just started dropping down names. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, is related to you, Ryan, and I wanted to get your opinion about this uh, before we get too far into our episode here today. So one of our fine, fine listeners, I'm not going to name drop anybody for fear of reprisal, uh, for fear of what you may do in, in retaliation to this person. But <clears throat> regarding our episode four, Andy Kaufman versus Jerry Lawler, I did post a quick social media clip on both our Facebook and our Instagram. If you're not following us on either of those channels, I would highly encourage you to do so. But I did post a short little video clip of Andy Kaufman basically challenging Jerry Lawler. It was the same one that you and I watched uh, where he was talking about Memphis, Tennessee, Jerry Lawler. And uh, in fact, let me just, I don't want to, I don't want to do any injustice here. I want to make sure that I'm correctly uh, phrasing this. Bear with me for one moment. So on our Instagram, uh, one of one of our again fantastic listeners. Thank you so much for for checking us out. Uh, but one of our listeners pointed out that Andy Kaufman in that clip looks like a young Ryan Murphy. Your response? A young. If you're not going to mention who this was, I'm not. I'm, I don't <laughs> want any fear of reprisal. I don't want you to start calling people out. But they said, "quote Looks like a young Ryan Murphy. This is Andy Kaufman in this clip. Again, you can go to our Instagram or our Facebook channels if you're curious to see it. Uh, young Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I mean, how old is he in that clip? That's a, uh, probably a little bit older than you. <laughs> <laughs> if, I had to, if I had to take a guess. Still just about in my 20s, so. Um... That's true. But yeah, go on. Say whatever you're thinking in regards to that I have no issue with the, I, have, I have no issue with the comment I'm just curious as to who who like said it now um, now I'm gonna have to try to go back and a young I mean 
a young Ryan Murphy. Someone has to have known, like... Well, we I posted some pictures of us together. You know, oh, you have... People have a reference point for what uh, you look okay, like. Okay, okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's familiar with you intimately. That it's clip, just... that clip specifically is what they're referring to? Was a young Ryan Murphy? It was, it was responding to oh. that video, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was one of my favorite matches of all time, so, I mean, I... This is know. true. Yeah. Um, I have no bad blood, I guess, that, you know, that... And that's and that's and that's all. Good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, a very talented guy, yeah. very good looking guy. But I'm still just curious. Maybe a little bit more chest hair than you've got going, okay. but, but you know, maybe if you squint, I could see the resemblance. Uh, before we get into our topic for today, which is the immortal Hulk Hogan versus the Mark, I'm going to try and do the impression. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh yeah! Before we get into that. I know that you actually, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that this came up organically. You had a wrestle, a wrestle I always called it a wrestle, wrestle talk. Uh, you had a wrestling conversation <laughs> yes. recently. A wrestle talk. A wrestle talk yeah, yeah, with yeah. folks. What? I'm not, I'm going to try my best to not just shit all over what they said, but you gave me a little bit of insight into what they were talking about, and I was immediately like, well, that wouldn't work, but. To the best of your knowledge, just replicate what it is that they were discussing during this conversation. So let me let me clue you in. You need a help? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah. So they were talking about the Attitude Era. Thank you, thank you. And just for my I, knowledge, did this come up because you mentioned that you were doing a podcast, or this just no, was they completely we, organic? We were, we were watching. I think it was uh, like MMA or something like a fighter, um, and he brought up yeah the Asian Attitude or PC Era, whatever it is now. Okay, sure. Um, PG. You're right. PC. PC? Yeah. Wait, did somebody say that? No. You're saying that. I am. It no, was... But no, no, no. I, okay. But let me get back. Let me sure, circle yeah, back yeah. around. It was the attitude error that he brought up, and it was okay. back in the, as opposed to today's wrestling, and I... Comparing the trash would be more difficult for me today as opposed to back in the... Uh, yeah, because you're a three out of ten. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> doing well. Um, <laughs> but it was... I, I, I think it had... You know, I think it probably had to do a little bit with the fan base like at the time and well, what were they, so they were saying that wrestling used to be better that was the gist of what they were getting at correct I think they were saying it was a little more I don't know if it was better it just used to be a little more raw like people you know the wrestlers could maybe come out there and say things a little bit differently than they say things now mm-hmm. I don't know how like racist this was getting I don't know like I, I don't know <laughs> where was there a racist tinge to this conversation not not totally but I get that <laughs> what do you mean not totally <laughs> I, I just think that some people like don't like this like filtered like concept of like anything on TV and you have to watch uh-huh. what you say and like you could be for maybe and I don't know if that's where it was going. I wouldn't expect it from the guy I was talking to. How old is this person? 26, 27. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not not much and also Hispanic. Okay. So not like someone who's going to just to put I'm just I don't know like I think there is some people who are like a little bit okay, like you know, especially with WWE supposed to be so you know kind of out there. Sure. So <laughs> it would it just got brought up that as opposed to this new era of like WWE, mm-hmm. he was I think more so like you know the TNT back in the early nineties, uh, <laughs> TNT, TNT TBS um, yeah. Attitude Era, and I didn't know what that meant, so I right. immediately reached out to you. You did, and. You didn't really tell me anything. You're like, well, yeah, because that's absolutely a conversation we needed to save for the podcast. And here we are. So now we can delve right into it. Uh, Not that our topic today really is of that era. That's fine. uh, For the record. (laughs) 
But um, yeah, so the Attitude Era is com- is what they refer to as that late '90s period. It, like generally speaking, the the Attitude Era started around 1997, and then it probably ended around 2001. So it's about a four year period, but it was also their most popular period. So yeah, they were able to get away with a lot. There was probably not racist things that were happening. Was it was it more so in the ring they were able to get away with a lot, or was it more so like outside, like kind of the shenanigans that go on pre pre match and the mainly shenanigans. I mean, in the ring, um, it wasn't like especially like violent, especially on like TV. Um, you know, maybe during pay per views it'd be a little bit more violent, but not like they weren't carving each other up with razor blades or anything like that. But but the there was a lot of sexual content um, back then where like so maybe I shouldn't say racist, maybe it's just sexual content is where they were going. Well, I don't know. Either way, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So nowadays, like the 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 women wrestlers are treated more or less the same as the men wrestlers are. Like they have. Like, they'll, they'll fight each other, they have storylines, like, and it's really just kind of, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for here, but it's, it's the same sort of format just with the women. Back then, women's programming, like, f- featuring the girls, that was really just, like, maybe one segment out of the show, and generally speaking, it was a lot of mud wrestling and bikini contests and um, <laughs> yeah. bra, so a real match that they used to have yeah. back in the late '90s a lot was called a bra and panties match. So the premise of a bra and panties match. I wonder what this. I know it could be yeah. anything, but the premise was that you would have to strip your opponent down to their bra and panties, and if you did so, then you were the winner and you won the match. And there's a lot of thongs and upskirts and just you know shit like that. That that is a lot of what the Attitude Era was. <laughs> Granted, there was also a little bit more cursing. Uh, Degeneration X was a, was a popular faction. I'm sure eventually we'll get around to watching some of their stuff. They were uh, big into the crotch chops, so they would, you know, cro- uh, chop at their crotch and say "suck it." Uh, that's probably not something you can get away with nowadays. Um, but yeah, it was just generally it was more risque content. Uh, kind of push the envelope for what you could get away with on TV. Yeah, I, I do think there's probably a market of people out there who miss that. Oh, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, this it, like this guy was younger, so I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe late '90s was a fun time to be, eight, yeah. you know, um, and watch good wrestling match like that. Mm-hmm. I was a super. I was super into wrestling back then. Um, I will say, uh, looking back on it now, the wrestling was real bad. Like, generally speaking, not all of it, but the wrestling as a whole was not nearly as good as it is now. And from a, just from a financial aspect, so, and this is something that we've even talked about on the podcast before, where, like, for a lot of people, when you say wrestling, they think WWE. Like, that's the brand. That's the Kleenex of wrestling. And so, when WWE was really, really pushing the envelope and making things very sexual, and there was a lot of vulgar content... People didn't just think, oh, that's what WWE does. They, they think, oh, that's wrestling. And so then it hurts the entire industry because then sponsors don't want to pay money for commercials on your on your air. Uh, it just, overall, it did hurt them, and they had to pull back because they were losing those sponsorships. So, But do you see the fan base who's attending some of these matches? I see them on a, fair, on a fairly <laughs> regular basis, yes. Uh, but, like, they did get a lot of those sponsors back. Like, they, they've gotten... Eminem Mars back and they've gotten a lot of other like they've built themselves back up as a semi family friendly brand again 
but for a while that was not the case and like they were on the verge of uh, I, I totally get that, that chasing sense. sponsors yeah. away so yeah. like while there were elements to it that were more fun it wasn't sustainable and it's a good thing just overall that they stopped doing that yeah I know I've never even heard of it I thought wrestling just kind of migrated through a mm-hmm. uh, Probably that that phase, I guess, totally makes sense. Yeah, uh, especially mm-hmm. in that time, I think probably it may not have only been wrestling. There's probably a lot of things that were. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, late nineties, yeah, not PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. But I mean, for me, growing up with wrestling, when in the eighties, when I was just a little kid, you had Hulk Hogan, who was targeted specifically towards like that little kid demographic. As I got older. Uh, and I was becoming a teenager. Then you have the Attitude Era, which has a whole bunch of sexual content, yeah. dudes flipping the bird, and all sorts of stuff like that. So, like, at every sort of stage of my life up until now, it's been like, hey, wrestling's geared right towards me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was brought up because of the lack of sexual content now that you mention it. That, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, there, um. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't age well. Yeah. Um, from that standpoint, like there was a bit where Vince McMahon had a woman uh, take her clothes off and again, bra and panties. Yeah. And then he had her like bark ordered like her to take, yeah, yeah, ordered her to take her clothes off and then yeah. ordered her to bark like a dog. And like, granted, yeah. he was the bad guy in this situation, uh-huh. but like, still, eh, you can't really get away with that. Yeah, at all. Probably be tough back then. But <laughs> even, yeah, that's. <laughs> But that no, that that's a that's a clear. I'm, I almost want to bring that back. I mean, and just kind of discuss a little bit more. And if you and find maybe, if you find the opportunity, I'd be curious to hear what they say about yeah, that. Yeah, that. that makes sense. <laughs> but as far as our main topic for today, um, we are not talking about the Attitude Era. We are actually going to be talking about the very tail end of the '80s, 1989 to be specific. The match that we're going to be watching is from WrestleMania Five. The main event of WrestleMania Five: Hulk Hogan. Versus Macho Man, Randy Savage. All right, so let's... I know we've watched one Hulk Hogan match in the past. But, like, that was our very first episode. We were kind of getting your your feet wet in regards to, like, what professional wrestling is. We were really just kind of answering a lot of questions about wrestling in general and not kind of specifically talking about Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant in that that situation. I think one thing... uh, And actually, this was made very clearly apparent to me recently. I did just celebrate a birthday. Every A significant portion of people who were wishing me well and birthday wishes sent me pictures of Hulk Hogan. Uh, like A very significant number of people. <laughs> so, so it became painfully obvious to me that I am linked together, for better or for worse, with, with Hulk Hogan. Not me. But not you. Not me. You're the only person who sent me a pro wrestling-oriented message for my birthday that was not Hulk Hogan. You, nice little deep dive into Andy Kaufman, which I appreciated. Yeah. But I did want to sort of clear the air. Uh, Hulk Hogan is and will probably, for the remainder of his life, be a bit of a controversial figure. So I think we should probably start by addressing that. So... Just no. Not brand new. This has been going on for a few years. Um, So Hulk Hogan was like my hero as a kid. Like I fucking loved Hulk Hogan. From Um, what age did you like idolize him as like an athlete? For sure, by the time I was six. Maybe earlier than that, but I I have very clear memories as a six-year-old kid with like a WWF magazine flipping through the page, (laughs) like oh, it's fucking Hulk Hogan. Uh, so for sure at that point in time, perhaps sooner. Not 
Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, well, this oh, was okay. this was this would have predated Ken Griffey. You were six. I was six, so this would have been '89, which is the same time of this match. Anyway, like, yeah, okay, all right, fair, yeah. No, Griffey, right, they right. didn't yeah, show for a few years. That and just, I'm just, yeah, okay. So this was your guy, though. This was your, yeah, your go-to athlete. Like, was Griffey it for you? Was Griffey your guy? I was probably more of an A Rod. Of course you would be. Uh, and I even have a Griffey jersey, but like, yeah. Anyway, uh, you were a huge A Rod fan. I was a big A Rod fan. Even surprised not Tim Duncan. I have an A Rod book. An A Rod book, uh, like an autobiography, or a... I, yeah, I think it was an autobiography. Actually, I'm glad you wrote it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I wasn't great, uh, <laughs> but I have it somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, give it a reread. Maybe yeah. it's gotten better with age. Sure. You never know. Yeah. But yeah, Hulk Hogan, super like, and and I can say like as a kid looking back on it, the things that he would talk about were good things for a little kid to sort of adopt as like being their mantra: the training, the prayers, the vitamins, the believing in yourself, Hulkamania, brother. Like these were good things that I thought benefited me at that time. Now years since then, do you remember the uh, reality show Hogan Knows Best? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I remember I watched a couple episodes and I was like, I wish I wouldn't have watched that. It's just another reality TV show to me. Like, <laughs> it, sure it is, yeah. but like, imagine. No, exactly. And this isn't in a one-to-one ratio here, but imagine Alex Rodriguez no, having a reality show, and then it just tears like the fabric of your childhood apart. Well, don't worry, I already had that with Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> so, was that before or after he started dating Madonna? That was that was well before when he <laughs> left the Mariners and went to the uh, Rangers. But yes, um, and he, I, you were still just a tender young pup at that I point in time, like eleven. Sorry, you had to go through that. Uh, but I yeah I get it I I, be, I remember watching that show and thinking nothing of it it was just, mm-hmm. there was a lot of reality TV shows at the time yeah um, so but I can see how it'd tear you apart I mean it just it was just <laughs> kind of disappointing to see like a childhood idol it was like family stuff like, it was, like yeah just, just like, kind of like yeah. like this stupid people and like what are you doing like this is just bad and like I just made the decision like okay I'm just not gonna watch this this is this is dumb when did it start it was like 2005. Something maybe even before that I don't really remember early to early to mid two thousands probably yeah, though yeah um, so like that happened and then I was like eh whatever uh, I did get a ch- I have actually met Hulk Hogan in person oh. uh, at the third place books book signing book signing that's you right book too I do I do I have this his <laughs> autograph I have two of his books yeah, actually yeah. that's right that's how big yes. of a Hulk fan I am. <laughs> Uh, I met him, which was great. He was super, super great with me. Like, I have nothing good th- but good things to say about my interaction with him. Uh, I even got him to, I got a great photo out of it. It was fantastic. I got a smile out of him from the shirt I was wearing, which uh, was from his uh, his first role as a leading man in a major major motion picture, No Holds Barred, uh, which we'll talk more about No sure. Holds Barred later. So I got a chance to meet him, super nice with me, but then the whole sex tape thing happened. So do you, uh, I'm assuming you don't know about this. I know. I, I, I don't. Uh, a whole Somehow you, sex tape. I don't know if your head has just been in the sand for that when, long. When did it happen? A couple years ago. Um, five or six. Maybe. I know there's been like controversy around like him breaking up with his like his wife and his mm-hmm. not him breaking up with his daughter, but like you know his daughter. I feel like has been like with Brooke. Yeah. 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 And his like son got in a car wreck. Yeah. I know there's been like controversy surrounding the family, but I didn't yes. know it was around a sex tape. That would be a crazy sex tape to. The sex tape thing happened afterwards. So here's the thing about the sex tape he, Hulk Hogan, was friends with some radio shock jock down in Florida. 
named Bubba the Love Sponge. That sounds exactly like someone you would hang out with. <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Bubba the Love Sponge, yeah. So apparently, and this was post-divorce, so this wasn't something that like led to the divorce okay, or anything like okay. that. Apparently, Bubba would allow, if not just Hulk Hogan, then maybe other people too, but for sure Hulk Hogan, the, let's say, use of his wife. Oh. Now, <laughs> to add another wrinkle on top of this, Bubba had a camera in his room, and Hulk was not aware of the camera being there. Was so, this was it the use of his wife contingent on like the camera being? Is that a thing? I, I mean, I, that seems like it was. It could be, but I I don't think that it was. I think Hulk has maintained that he did not know he's being know. filmed, and having. I've seen little clips, which I wouldn't recommend reaching out to find, but uh, having seen little clips and also hearing, like, reading through the, the audio transcription, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not what you, if you knew you were being filmed, it's not what you would have done. He he was apologizing to her at the end just because he was so fat and out of shape. What was a sex tape transcript? Like, how does that read? It was more of a transcript. It's not of the, of the, the coitus, oh, no. you see. They, they transcribed the post-coitus conversation. Okay. He That's was, like, apologizing to her mm. for being fat and, like, all this other stuff. And it's, it's like... too much on her. It's something like that. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's not the type of thing that if you knew you were being filmed, like, you would have brought your A-game. You'd be, like, fucking strutting around. Like... Yeah. I don't think he knew he was being filmed. Now, as part of this, some of the other stuff that came out um, as a result of the sex tape leak, I think, and I could be wrong about this, but I believe as part of this tape that, that they had, it also had a bit of phone conversation that he was having with somebody else where he dropped a lot of N-words and basically said that uh, since Brooke was apparently dating a black guy and he was mad that the guy like wasn't rich and called him an N-word a couple times and admitted to being racist. You said, like, but yeah, Eric, of course I'm racist. Effing ends. Like, I, bet he has, I bet he has black friends. All right? <laughs> yeah. I bet he has black friends that he can fall back on here. So. That's, a, that's, a good, um, that's a good point. Um, interesting. Yeah, I know. I had not heard that. So it's like, I think with all that, like you, cannot, you can't just kind of disregard the fact that those things happen. But basically what I'm getting at here is I don't want to throw that under the rug and be like, oh, well, because I like Hulk Hogan, I don't care about these things and they don't matter. But I think from the context of talking about this is what happens in wrestling, like you, you, you can't ignore Hulk Hogan and like what he did for wrestling. So like I'm acknowledging it. He's kind of a piece of shit. But from the framework of like, I was a six-year-old kid, I think that's kind of the context that we have to look at uh, the match here today. So I just wanted to throw that out there in case anyone was like, hey, how come Hulk Eric didn't talk about Hulk Hogan being a racist during episode one? <laughs> there was a lot of other meat on the bone that we needed to cover during that, but... Uh, that's, that's super interesting. I, I had not even heard... I'm surprised I didn't... The video's out there. Yeah. Apparently, I figured it on like Reddit or something. Like, but it, yeah, especially for some video, and there's like people love watching footage. Well, I know how you love documentaries. He he sued Gawker Media and like bankrupted them, and he was being bankrolled by a super rich guy who had an agenda. There's there's documentaries about this. Mm. They what they did was kind of shitty, um, but again, that's kind of also what led to Hulk being outed as a, as a big time racist. So, mm. did a lot of a lot of intrigue and, and shenanigans going on there. Uh, but moving along. Macho Man Randy Savage. I think, I don't know if we had this conversation on or off air last time, uh, but you, you're you familiar with him. You know who this is, somewhat. 
I no, I, I definitely, I absolutely know the name. Okay, I, I don't know like a lot about like his, his wrestling career. Well, that's that's. I fine. mean, I, he's a pretty he's a pretty prestigious name in the. Uh, he he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And like he's one of those guys where, regardless of what criteria you're using, he's one of the top acts of all time in the history of wrestling. Fantastic talker, great in the ring. Uh, just like from every standpoint, he he had all the tools. And this will appeal to you, former baseball player. Ah, uh, former baseball. Player. Yeah, in the minors, he never quite made it up to the majors, but right. he but he Michael was a Jordan minor. was also in the minors. That's true. Good yeah. company yeah, overall. Yeah, absolutely. Was he a big guy? In the minors, like when he was playing baseball, was he was he like like physically like arms wise like bulky like Barry Bonds like type no of, he no. he put on a, I mean he so by by nineteen eighty nine pro wrestling standards Macho Man Randy Savage was not big okay. he was probably on the smaller side like especially if you're looking at him and Hulk Hogan side by side you'd be like that fucking guy's tiny but also Hulk was like six 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 seven like a legit yeah. 280, 290 yeah. pounds. Uh, so, no, I've seen pictures of him as a baseball player. In fact, let me... I just assume any baseball player who, like, has a baseball... Or wrestler who has a baseball jersey on would just rip that jersey apart. I mean, it's hard to tell based off of this solely. Like, that's him. <laughs> Good looking guy. Yeah, great, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Face for baseball. He does. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm a picture him. of that on the podcast, on the YouTube. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can make that happen. Yeah. But yeah, as as a wrestler, I mean, he's very young in this picture, but that's him as a as a wrestler. See, but do you see what I mean? Like he should be ripping out of. Like, he should be. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, baseball. I think the weight training happened post baseball career. I, I, to my knowledge, but Randy Savage is a fucking character. So he he's he's deceased. He's no longer with us. Shocking, I know that that there would be a wrestler who wouldn't be alive anymore. Do we know what happened? We do. So uh, Macho Man uh, had a heart attack. This just happened, gosh, me within the past 10 years, so mm. relatively recently. But he had a heart attack while he was driving and he veered into a tree and like, I don't know if it's the heart attack that got him or the car accident or what happened, but it was the combination of those things and then he passed away. Like steroids? Was it like cocaine? Uh, I mean, I don't think, I think it was residual effects from those things. Yeah. I don't think he, because he was a pretty old guy and he had long since retired oh, when God, all this God. happened. So he wasn't, to my knowledge anyway, actively uh, participating in those, but it's probably not a long shot that he was earlier in his life. Yeah. His character, as fucking outlandish as his character was, was not that far off from, like, the real guy, uh, which is insane to think about because, like, the character was fucking eccentric and paranoid and just on edge all the time. And just from every story that's out there about Randy Savage, that was him. Uh, so his wife was actually his manager um, throughout the 80s. So... You, you've seen some managers in wrestling at this point in time. Usually their whole job is to, like, provide distractions and, and you know, uh, fuck with the baby face and, and that sort of thing. Hit him with canes. Hit him with, yeah. <laughs> Hit him with canes. Yeah, yeah. Dress like uh, southern sharecroppers, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, so his wife was his manager. Uh, her name was Miss Elizabeth. It wasn't, it wasn't ever said on air that they were married. To, to you as the audience member... It was just like, okay, they for sure have a business relationship. They might be together, but like there was no affection mm -hmm. being shown. It was just him ordering her to do shit. Mm -hmm. So it was a, a very interesting dynamic in that he was always 
for a, a good chunk of his career, at least in the 80s, he was always like a bad guy. And while she was his manager, she was just kind of like this quiet, yeah. she never interfered, which was a unique dynamic to, to have. So for you, a manager. For a, for a manager and for their act, because you were always kind of sympathetic to her, and it's clear that she was just kind of getting bullied around by by uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. So, uh, But yeah, he would get fucking furious if people would touch her or do anything around Elizabeth to the point where like he would order her to just stay in like the locker room and not interact with people. Um, you'll notice whenever she comes down to the ring, she has a shitload of security around her because Randy insisted that like no is that one... a real thing or is that like a character thing? Both. Because you said they didn't diverge too far from yeah. each other. No, he he <laughs> hated the idea of anyone touching. So was he really kind of a piece of shit like to her, or is that kind of a character thing more so than? <sighs> I mean, they were married for like a decade. Not that that means that he wasn't a piece <laughs> of shit to her. But it's a very it's it's complicated. They they eventually would divorce. But they even then they stayed close and like hmm. he got her jobs places. So to say like oh he's a piece of shit I don't know I don't I, it, it was definitely I think he was controlling yeah. um, like excessively so at times. But at the same time I th- he always looked out for her and I think he cared for her in a weird sort of way. That no yeah it's uh, so to, yeah it's hard to paint yeah. like their their relationship with any one particular brush. But there's a really interesting there's a show called uh, Dark Side of the Ring that Vice has on their TV network. They did an episode about Macho Man Elizabeth. So if anyone's mm-hmm. curious to know more, I would recommend checking it out. And it kind of goes into detail around their relationship and kind of what led to, <laughs> to their divorce and everything. So the last Hulk Hogan match that we saw was WrestleMania 3. That was Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. We've talked about what WrestleMania is, right? Like, you understand yeah. that? I know. It's basically it's, uh... a once-a-year event. Broke a record at Safeco Field. It did. That's right. Yeah. That still stands to this day. It does just suck it, Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Not one thing you could do. Was he gone by the time Safeco was around? I don't even remember. No. He was still there. Right? Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So my suck it still stands. It does, yeah. Good. So, yeah. this. So, what match we're going to be watching today is the main event of WrestleMania Five. So, this was two years after what we just saw. So, since... The time that Hulk Hogan successfully defended the championship against Andre the Giant. Let's catch up to speed to what's happened. So, WrestleMania 3 happened, Hulk Hogan won. Him and Andre are still kind of feuding uh, throughout the remainder of 1987. On into 1988, the feud's kind of continuing, but in that time, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man, who have been longtime enemies, had sort of formed an alliance together and they called themselves the Mega Powers. Uh, which was an unlikely formation that they became a very strong force in the World Wrestling Federation. Now, leading up to WrestleMania four, Andre the Giant actually beat Hulk Hogan for the WWF title, ending his multiple-year reign as the WWF champion. So leading into WrestleMania four, they had a tournament to figure out who the new champion was because Andre the Giant did some uh, nefarious chicanery. He tried to sell the WWF Championship to the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase. What does that mean? Tried to sell it? Yeah. So, uh, basically, the short answer is the million-dollar man was paying Andre the Giant to win the title from Hulk Hogan and then immediately give it to him. Like, uh, relinquish the title to me was the idea. So he was in the corner. He was, like, basically managing Andre with the intention of, hey, as soon as you win, you're giving me the belt. So that was the idea. 
and they paid off a referee. The referee was was on the take. Andre wins the title, and then immediately gets on the microphone and says that he's giving, and he fucked up because he's you know not a native English speaker. He said, "I'm giving away the tag team championships to Ted DiBiase." Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that happened. They have a big tournament at WrestleMania 4. Macho Man Randy Savage wins the tournament. And so now he's the new WWF champion. And then over the course of the year, of the, the next year, um, he and Hulk Hogan are kind of forming a team. They're fighting off Andre and T- Ted DiBiase. Uh, but then you can kind of start to see that there's some tension bubbling just beneath the surface, all centered around Miss Elizabeth. So uh, Macho Man's starting to get more and more paranoid. He's noticing things. And like, this storyline between Hulk Hogan and Macho Man went on for just, and this is just leading to the match that we're going to watch, a year and a half. So Macho Man's a bad guy at this point still. Uh, at which point? Were there like kind of leading up to this, right? He's going to face Hulk Hogan, who's like the... So what happened, so Macho Man was, was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then... He and Hulk Hogan form a team together, and, and he becomes a good guy. Now he's partners with Hulk Hogan. They're the mega powers. They're friends. Macho Man wins a championship, still a good guy. But then, as they're, as they're kind of teaming up together, that's when you can kind of start to see cracks in the foundation. So like, There's so much going on. There's so much. Like, just, literally a year worked. and a fucking half yeah. of a well-done yeah. story. Right. And, like, everything made sense. Like... Why and we're not going to be able to watch everything leading up to this match. I wish we fucking could. If we could just have a sleepover party, you just gotta experience it. Exactly. Yeah. But we will watch some of the stuff leading up to it. It was just so well done because, like, you knew watching through all this stuff. Oh, Randy Savage is just kind of like a piece of shit. He's paranoid, but I can see where he's coming from. Like there'd be little kernels of truth into everything that he was doing. He was just getting so worked up about and, Hulk Hogan. Yes. Okay. So like he and uh, he would c- claim that Hulk Hogan was like a glory hawk. So like Hulk Hogan was helping Macho Man out if he was getting double teamed, but then Hulk Hogan would like pose and do the Hulk Hogan shit, and you'd see Macho Man just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And so it's like he's not correct in a, in like betraying Hulk Hogan, but I see where he's coming from, and that's what you need to have in pro wrestling. I feel like wrestling is just like one kind of long, beautiful, like, story. Like, <laughs> I, I, it is a long, beautiful just, story. Like you said, just little cracks here and there yeah. that end up, you know, like, you wouldn't, it's wrestling, right? But no, there's like a, just this beautiful background story to it and it just... Yeah. Depending on where you are in the story, you're probably not even noticing it. But then when it's called back after the fact, that's when you're like, oh shit, yeah, that did happen. Okay, I can see why you'd be pissed, even though he's like an asshole. For another example, right after WrestleMania 4, the next big pay-per-view event was SummerSlam. The match was Hulk Hogan and Andre, or excuse me, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man versus Andre and Ted DiBiase. Their secret weapon to fight Andre the Giant Ted DiBiase was Miss Elizabeth wearing a bikini. Uh. So at a strategic point in the match... (laughs) What year was this? 88. Oh, we haven't even entered the Attitude Area yet. If you saw this, trust me, it's, uh, I mean, like, back in, <laughs> no, back I, in I, this I, point. Like, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, no, pretty, pretty tame, all things. It was a one piece. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Andre and Ted DiBiase sold it as if, like, yeah. holy shit, is that girl naked? <laughs> like, their reaction was just insane. <laughs> 
given what uh, what she was actually showing. But like, so good. She, yeah, she took off like this little slip that she had on. She's wearing a one piece, and she's just standing on the apron, like not even like being sexy, just standing there. Yeah. And they're freaking out. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man come barreling in. They win the match. Uh, Macho Man picks up Elizabeth, and then, and this is one of the best parts of the whole angle, Hulk Hogan to steady Elizabeth. Gently puts his hand, not on her butt, but right above, right at the waistline. Mm. And Macho Man, who didn't see that, saw the video after the One fact. One of the cracks. One of the cracks yeah. uh-huh. that broke the mega powers apart. Yeah. And it just, it was things like that. And it just built This is good lead up. This is good. Yeah, no. This, yeah. this, this is important. It's one of the uh, best wrestling storylines of all time. Yeah. Like I say, Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler. this particular match. That we're yes. Okay. This yeah. is the culmination of this match. And of course, they had plenty of matches before this. Like I said, they were rivals. They but wrestled this, a lot. But then they would wrestle again after this. Mm-hmm. But this was like And this their is a big time match. match. Like a lot of people, I presumably, watch this. Yeah. WrestleMania is, is I mean, as we've talked about, yeah. Safeco Field is a huge event. Yeah. I mean, WrestleMania was on TV. It was on pay-per-view. Oh, it's pay-per-view. WrestleMania is really kind of what spearheaded the pay-per-view industry. Like, I, I, boxing I, I, didn't didn't do this. It was like Vince McMahon, for all of his faults, he did a shitload to establish pay-per-view yeah. in the United States. Yeah. yeah, this was a huge deal. And granted, pay-per-view had come a long way since then, but I'm pretty sure that, that for a long time, this was like the highest purchased pay-per-view for years and years and years was WrestleMania Five, And it's really because of Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan and their, their rivalry. So... Uh, yeah, very, very good. And it'll be, and it's kind of timely. Uh, guess where the venue was for WrestleMania 5? Where was it? Trump Plaza. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were you thinking? No, I, I didn't know if it was going to be something like Seattle, like the Kingdom or like. Oh, no, no. nothing like that. Um, but yeah, they, they had a lot of matches. I mean, they would wrestle for years after this, kind of off and on, obviously not. But, but Macho Man is one of Hulk Hogan's biggest rivals throughout his career. I mean, you could point to him. Rowdy Roddy Piper, Andre the Giant is kind of being Hulk's biggest rival. Do people bet on this? I think I technically you can, but yeah. I never have. No, 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 but like, yeah, I mean, like you have boxing, like, I think there's a lot of betting, like, or even sports in general, I think they're, as they legalize it slowly, but like, mm-hmm. there's wrestling, because it's not a... There is, but then also, I remember, and, and I've never looked into this too far, but I remember that um, there was a betting pool. And somebody made a really, really, really big bet, like a suspiciously big bet, and it was more or less ascertained that that person knew what yeah. the result of the match was. Like, like they were that, inside the company. That could be tricky, yeah. And so then the betting odds changed immediately because the company picked up on it. But hmm. yeah, I don't know where you go for that, but I know it's possible. Yeah, okay. There's also a lot of like weird bets around some of the matches and stuff like that. But last thing I want to mention kind of around the whole Hulk versus Macho Man rivalry so their feud would continue years and years and years later. Uh, and to the point where after Macho Man basically had retired as a professional wrestler, he would get into acting. If you were, if you remember the original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. well, you sure. remember that that was yeah. a thing. He was, he had a bit role in that the speaking part, not huge, but he was the wrestler that fought against uh, Spider-Man when he first got his powers. And that actually, that actually is what ended Macho Man's career for real. Uh, he had a neck injury filming that movie. Fun fact. And the years of wrestling. Not even the years of wrestling. It was, of, a, it was there a Hollywood was, production that actually ended his... There was a bump that he took where he literally laid it on his head and it made it into the final cut of that movie. If you ever watch Spider-Man again, watch the wrestling bit. There's a thing where he gets flipped into a turnbuckle. 
lands like back against the turnbuckle, just falls straight down on his head, and that's what fucked him up and ended his career. Like, so. was it a head injury or a neck thing? Neck, neck thing. Neck, yeah. yeah. But uh, so after that, he put out a rap album, which for anyone who's never heard, it sounds like a fucking head injury. Like. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> if anyone's never heard the Macho Man rap album, it's phenomenal. Did you show me one of these songs? We listened to okay, a little yeah, bit I, of I, the diss track. Yeah, it, that was it. That was the one. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, now I, I recall. Yeah. Which I actually wrote down the lyrics. <laughs> I'm going to rap them. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to rap them. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. But the, I did write down the lyrics for anyone who's never heard the Macho Man Randy Savage. So this is uh, the title track of the album Be a Man. Uh <laughs> So so good. Here we go. So good. I'm just gonna say it. I'm not feeling rappy at the moment. You're gonna eventually, as it carries on. I mean, somebody, if anyone's listening to this and would care to download it and, and splice it into the audio, you're welcome to. Hot diggity damn Hulk. I'm glad you set it off. Used to be hard Hulk. Now you done turned soft. Doing telephone commercials. I seen ya dancing in tights as a ballerina. I knew all along you had those tendencies because you've been running for <laughs> macho like I got a disease. Please, dude, please, your pay-per-view event was a joke. You're avoiding Randy Savage because you know you'll get smoked. Come on, that phony fight, The Rock spanked you fast. But when I challenged Hogan to a real fight, he passed. I called him out, but the punk was scared to go. It was a charity event, but the Hulk didn't show. Hollywood Hulkster, you're at the end of the rope, end of your rope, and I'm gonna kick you in the butt and wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> oh. Like Rodney Dangerfield, you gets no respect. So come on, Hulk, let's wreck so I can put you in check. Is come that on. yes? It just sounds like forty-eight-year-old suburban, like you know, like, like I don't know, like maybe from Kentucky, Tennessee. I don't know where he's from, but like it's just it's the rap thing, but like. Yeah, the most basic. The whole album. You just yeah, like that. Yeah, um, I, I I think you're gonna do it. I <laughs> from from what from what I heard, what, you, you know, you're not maybe giving as much justice as it needs. But yeah, so their rivalry would go on for years. Supposedly, they did manage to clear the air before Macho Man passed away. So that's that's a positive. But they for sure had, like in real life, Macho Man blamed Hulk Hogan for the divorce uh, with him and Elizabeth. So. A very complex relationship. When he picked her up? No, no, like, uh, so their their real-life divorce happened years after this. I think they divorced in real life in, like, 92 or 93. And, and Macho Man blamed Hulk Hogan. They had a huge falling out over it. Hmm. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. Uh, so to kind of put a bow on some things, before we get down to brass tacks and watch this fucking thing, I did have a couple of fun little items that I would hope that we would run through. First, you're familiar with Mad Libs. Uh, I have a Hulk Hogan Mad Lib that oh, I wrote. Nice. And you so wrote I, it. I wrote it. Nice. I'm going to ask you to fill in the blanks here. And so then you want me to remember what a verb and an adjective is? <laughs> Do you need a moment? Do you need to Google search? Verb, what? action word, adjective describing, or I have those scratched Yeah, no, yeah, correct. Yeah. Do you know what a noun is? Yeah, first place I think. There we go. Yeah, I think okay, you've got so... Is there anything else besides yeah, that? Good. I kept it simple. No, good. I just, I, it's been a while since I've done, you know, basic, uh, basic grammar. <laughs> well, you, I think you've got all that you need to in this good. case. Good, okay. All yeah. right. Are you ready to go through this math? You thing? want, oh, so I'm picking the words. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to show you, I'm going to read you the prompt. Okay. 
and then you're just going to give me the word, and then I will read. This is So what this is is an actual Hulk Hogan promo, not for this match, but an actual Hulk Hogan promo. Okay. And I I am taking out certain words, and I'm going to replace them with your yeah. words. Uh, throw out an adjective describing word. Slippery. <laughs> All right, I like it already. Uh, noun affliction, not the brand. Say that one more time. Noun yeah. affliction. What do you mean by affliction? Like so. <laughs> with a noun, what do you what do you mean? Like you, so, like, not like a person, not it? a place, but a thing and an affliction. So something that would be like a negative effect on your person. It's kind of way more difficult than that. No, it didn't. It's just I mean, like a, a flu or a, a broken leg. A, 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 affliction. A, a, okay. Yeah. Affliction. Um. Okay. threw me off with this one. <laughs> what, was it the affliction? Yeah, it was the affliction. I know how you love affliction shirts. I thought this would be right up your alley. I'm just going to keep drinking my beer over here until you think of a goddamn now. Um, a bloody nose. <laughs> I feel like I might yeah. be played too into it. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, verb. Um, oh, man. This is bad. It's an action word. Yeah, I, I no. Yeah. 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 Um, slide. Ing. <laughs> uh, I'll just say slide. That that makes. Does that was that work? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it works. It's fine. Okay, you already gave me the adjective before. I'll just reuse that. Uh, okay, this is this is gonna be a big one. Verb. Tripping. Another verb. <laughs> Drooled. <laughs> I'll change it to drooling. So yeah, that, yeah, whatever fits. Yeah, uh, noun edible. Um, chicken strips. <laughs> can I can I change that to chicken tendies? Yeah, no, please. Yeah, good. All right, chicken tendies. That's what I meant. Yeah, please. <laughs> I mean, if you, most most places you try and order chicken strips, they're gonna instantly yeah. correct you and probably cha- charge you another couple bucks. Okay, so okay, we're towards the end. Noun. Noun. I I, I know what a noun. I, I gave this to place. Yes, I, I understand. I'm just trying to think about it. Um, just a, any noun. Any noun. I'm not giving you any limitations on this. It can be literally any noun. Tennis ball. <laughs> I don't know where you're... Okay. Glad you spent 30 seconds thinking of tennis ball. Um, okay, we're, there's only three more, all right? Mm-hmm. Adjective. Oh, wait, no, never There's mind. There's three more. Never mind. Two, you're down to two because okay. you already have the adjective. adjective. Uh, uh, never mind. Uh, noun. Red thing. Mountain Dew code red. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, that's good. That's good? Okay, yeah. Sure? One more? Uh, yeah, one more. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to make a quick formatting adjustment there. Okay, noun. Blue thing, and this is it. Mm. Blue was, blue was a hard one. <sighs> Part of me wants to leave all this fucking silence in, just to let people know how much you're struggling I thinking of the king of these. Um, blue Moon. So, um, sure. Yeah. I like how for each of those you had to... It was Mountain Dew Code Red and then Blue Moon. Yeah. That's fine. I looked at your bottle caps and uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's fair. Uh, good with all those? 
No, not good with any of them. Well, unless you can think of something like in the next five seconds. I don't want it. I just, yeah, see how this, this uh... All right. I'm going to, I, as bad as my Macho Man is, I do an even worse Hulk, but I'll try, I'll try and, uh, try and at least get in character for this. Mm -hmm. All right. Again, this is a real promo with some of the words swapped out. <clears throat> Blue Heron. Do you want, you actually want me to change it? I'll change it. No, no, no. I'll change it. No, no, no. It's fine. I'll change it. Yeah. No, you should. You should. Are they actually blue? I guess they are. That's fine. You don't need to look it up. We're just spending enough time on this. <laughs> are you ready for me to read the thing? I don't want to know. Is it? Sort of. Well, I thought you had it up. <laughs> they're, kind, they're kind of gray. That's fine. We're going with that. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know something, Slippery Gene? The genius may have a high IQ, brother, but I'm sure he's got a low tolerance for bloody noses. <laughs> Besides, if he's so darn smart, how come he doesn't know that mathematically he can't slide, brother? What are you talking about? What do you mean? It's a simple equation, Slippery Gene. <laughs> the three demandments of the tripping, the drooling, and the chicken tendies, plus the 24-inch pythons, times all those tennis ball maniacs, equals victory. Now wait a minute, Hulk. What if the genius's athletic achievements are as good as his poetic prowess? Poetic prowess? Try this one on, Slippery Gene. Mountain Dew Code Red is red. <laughs> <laughs> blue herons are blue. <laughs> The Hulkster's a wrestler. Genius, what are you? <laughs> that was good. Blue hair was much better choice. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I made the sub. Yeah, no, yeah, good, good, good call. I, yeah. <laughs> um, Perfect. I thought slide worked really well in there. Yeah, slide. Mathematically speaking. Mathematically speaking, that, that yeah, was, slide. Yeah, maybe. The tripping and the drooling and the chicken tendies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Caught me off guard there. Oh, it, do I need to, are we not... I mean, did I give an outro? Did I say no, that we no. were finished? Should, we are basically finished. <laughs> just so, just again, we need to establish repetition and routine for these things. I know we're probably getting to the point in time where we really need to watch this fucking match. So it's that time. Yeah. For Ryan's Corner! There's nothing more that I like than a fresh cut line. Ryan, what do you got for us? Well, I like to come with my A game every time. Yes. Um, I think we know that by episode five. Yeah. We've established this. Is, and yeah. And here we are in six. You so saw me at Mad Libs. Yeah. A plus performance during the Mad Lib. Do you not have anything? If it's, if you don't, let, we'll, we'll just move along. Well, aren't you going to have something if I don't? Um, do I? I might. What do you think of open mics at bars? <laughs> what? Yeah. Open mics at bars? Like, where you can just... Do jokes or something? No, maybe not open mics. Um, it's like an open performance. Music. Live music at bars. Like a sit-down like kind of bar. You're talking about live music or open mic? I, I said open mic. I did. But yeah. like kind of live music at a bar. like. Uh, but no one can just get up there and sing. No, it's usually like someone's performing, but it's not like a like a band playing. Like they're there. Like it's just kind of like open, like acoustic. like. Well, that's not open. So, so you're talking about how do I feel about... I mean, it could be someone it, playing guitar and singing over your dinner. I don't like it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because I'm trying to eat, and usually I'm trying to have a conversation. And unless I'm going specifically to like watch them, which I'm not, uh, I don't want to pause my eating to like clap politely and then go back That's, to it. 
That's all I want. I'm a conversationalist. Yeah. I don't want to like have to pause my conversation to wait for their song to finish so I can get 20 seconds of talk in yeah. and then they play again. Yeah. So that's my feeling about it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I feel completely justified. I have noticed more of that. Reason, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and I respect those people for getting up there. I do, and I like them. Well, they're getting paid. They're getting booked to do that. Uh, well, they, yeah. may, or at least they're getting a meal. They're getting something out of it. They're yeah. not just going up there. They're, they're orchestrating that with the venue. Yeah. So, so yes, I am. I am anti that. I find it to be uh, annoying. I don't think it adds. So I will say, mm, actually, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any situation where I like that. In October, so around Oktoberfest season, uh, if you go go to like a German bar or something, sometimes they'll have uh, polka bands and shit. That's fun because you don't you can talk over that and be rowdy, and it doesn't feel like you're being rude. You're just being yeah. a part of the Oktoberfest yeah. thing. These That's are more fun. like these are more like quiet, like kind of like quaint, like oh, yeah. places. If somebody's got an acoustic guitar out, yeah, exactly. That's not conducive to having a fun night out. No, exactly. Under any circumstances. It's always a fucking acoustic guitar. It's always, <laughs> and they're singing country songs. Usually, the ones that they've been... Well, I guess I shouldn't say all... No, actually, it's just usually country songs. Men and women. I'm not sure I know where you're going. But they don't, they don't sound like country. They, it's uh -huh. like... If I didn't know the lyrics as a huge country fan, how would I know? And I explain this. That's true. So wine bars also do it. Less country music, but wine bars have. A we lot. were at a wine bar in Buffalo the other night. Oh, really? And it was it was country music, but it was not country whatsoever. It was like yeah. a completely. I just knew like the words. Yeah. Um, and I've always felt this way. Like I said, I respect them for getting up there and doing something because I don't do anything with my time, except for this podcast, which is a great use of time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Where you're but going. I just I just wanted someone to validate me on mm -hmm. that one because I am not sure that I'm being like a dick when I say that I don't like that. Mm -hmm. uh, not not being a dick, totally yeah, valid. Okay. That that makes a lot of sense. All right, All right man. Um, I think we are. We're good. I got I got I got. So you got a piss? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. The, right yeah, now. go pee, man. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll I'll close this this some bitch out. Oh gosh, you look like you're in pain. Oh, yeah. this is go pee. Crazy. Yeah. Go, go, go uh, pee. <laughs> All right. Well, while Ryan is draining his lizard, uh, I, I will bid you adieu for the moment. We'll take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, uh, we'll give you our thoughts on Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man Randy Savage, and I really hope you can hear his lovely stream in the background. Thanks, everybody. Well, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Um, you have beef with me, apparently, now. I do. I think you misled me. I did not mislead you. So here... <laughs> you highly misled me. Bullshit. So we are not... We do not have the luxury of going back and... Well, we could, but I don't want to spend that time doing that. But for everyone listening, I want you to go back, let's say, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, just review the bit where I was describing the build-up to the match. Also review my question. What question might that be specifically? Just to make sure people know what they're looking I, for. I, I, I specifically asked you about the security. That that was the big thing. You're like, oh, he brought a bunch of security guards around his wife. And did she not have a bunch of security? She did. She totally Accurate. did. Accurate. Yes. Accurate statement. Yes, but I asked you at that point, was that because like he was a controlling... And I, and I believe we then reverted back to the point where you're like, yes, like that is part of his character, but also at the same time... You know, that that's, you know, part of who he was. Yeah. So you tie... And then out there, you're like, no, I just said that about, like, that's who he was as a person, not his character. Well, his character was the same way. Yeah, exactly. 
So what difference is that? So she had a bunch of security, but like clearly you saw him pointing at her and like being menacing towards her at the very beginning before you ever... Okay, so just to establish the fact, Ryan fucked up again. Right. He got it wrong. He chose... He chose... Macho Man Randy Savage would beat Hulk Hogan. You said, at you said he was a, and now beloved, mad at me said he was said, a beloved wrestler who I knew. Hold the phone, sir. He's, he's blaming me. He's saying it's my fault for giving him erroneous information, which, hey, review the tape back. Not the case. Go on. All I'm saying is that <laughs> my, my perception of what was going on and who people might have been rooting for at the time... I. There was no, there was no impression that he was beating his wife at the time. He was not beating his wife until that match, threatening her. He just slapped her out. A he didn't. Times. He didn't slap her. He, he, she had his hand on him. She, he, he, he aggressively moved her hand off of him. Uh, and then there was a point. I think the closest to to beating her that he came was grabbing her by the chin, which is very menacing. But fine, whatever. But he was also like making like finger point gestures, yeah. and the commentary which you were so glowing about made it very clear that he was being an asshole. And well, if you listen to the other guy, he said that was just she should get out of the fucking ring. The bad guy announcer. <laughs> if you were listening to the bad guy announcer, then yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I had to agree with him the whole time, <laughs> thinking that everyone in America. No, <laughs> I thought. When you finally let it settle in that you made a horrible mistake, I did. that you would have come to your senses and be like, you know what? I should have seen the signs. We watched so much shit leading up to this match, and it was all great. Yeah, but, but like Hulk it was Hogan, just... it, the, the impression was that like Hulk Hogan was probably sleeping with his wife. <laughs> what? Yes, come How on. Did you get that impression? There was, I mean, he's like carrying her towards like when she's hurt. He's like picking her up. He's a thoughtful friend. They make a great threesome. You heard yeah. it himself. They do. Okay, fine. Yeah, but obviously <laughs> he didn't feel he was a part of this threesome. It was just Hulk Hogan and uh, his wife. I I so this is going on your win loss record. I do not accept this excuse of me. All I, I'm not. I, I'm trying to do my best every episode to give you the information that I think is relevant to the match. I, knew, about, I, knew, to... I knew halfway through that this was not going his way, and I called it right there, and I think I should get at least a half a point. There is no half a point. It's a point or not a point. You picked against Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. I That's did, your fault. And it was a terrible... I realized <laughs> it. And I thought it might be a bet, but the way I've been seeing these going... If, you're you're second guessing yourself. You're I'm like, triple guessing myself after that. I can't do it. I don't know if I can like pick anymore. I've lost all my confidence. If only the Ryan of week one was here, I feel like you wouldn't have made the right. Week two was I? No, you lost week two. You lost. Was the, Are you sure? Is the Japanese I was match? Two and home. No. Was I just one and one? I thought I was two and one. Week one was Hulk versus Andre. You guessed correct. Week two was Osprey versus Shingo. Great match. Hell of a match. But yeah. you picked Shingo. I, I must have been like. I was probably really confident off that week one win. You were. No, and that's why, yeah, that's, ab- yes. So now I'm... Now you're two and four. Two and four, ouch. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're two yeah. and four now. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm not going to take anything that you're saying personally. I'm going to let you sleep on it, and I just hope that I get a message from you first thing tomorrow morning saying, Eric, I'm sorry. I should have, I should have seen the signs. You're not, but... I, I hope that I do. And regardless of anything about security or anything I, I, shit like I understand that, that I, let me finish. Okay. I did make a, a point, and you can go back and listen to the audio, that the whole build-up to this match was you can kind of see Macho Man's point, but he's being an asshole. Like, that was the whole premise of the match. Like, 
there's enough seeds of doubt where you can see, I see where he's coming from, but he's not being reasonable in this situation. This fucking wrestling story is becoming like more and more difficult. It is becoming like I'm becoming like more like entrenched in it. I'm still getting like less and less. Like it's it's a hard thing to like dive into really like in a, in a quick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I'm trying. I'm just trying to be the Sherpa that leads you through this. But yes, the further you get uh, in the weeds on this topic, the harder it becomes to suss out. You know uh, what you think will happen. I feel like I'm gonna pick an even more difficult match to not because maybe even the drama. Like I, I just I'm having a harder time. Like you said, I, it's second and third guessing myself now. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do if I lose all my confidence. Well, maybe we can establish a set uh, list of questions that we can kind of establish each time. Who's the bad guy? Who's I, but the I should guy? I should have known. I should have known. I, I don't I'm glad know. you're finally coming around. I'm glad it didn't that, take you to us. That was that was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't. Yeah. Well, let's go through the notes. We'll let you go tailed between your legs, two and four record. Um, so as far as some of the supplementary stuff that we covered before the match, we watched the No Holds Barred trailer. Uh, any thoughts on the No Holds Barred trailer that we watched? Looked great. No. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. We, don't have to, no. we don't have to talk about it. No. Uh, the Donald Trump interview seemed like you were enjoying I that. I did kind enjoy of. that, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he, quite the charismatic. I wonder what he did uh, later in life. Never change. <laughs> <laughs> Always stick to your guns. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Great just, advice. Yeah. Um, the, like, both WrestleMania four and five took place at the Trump Plaza. They worked out a deal with. with did Donald he speak Trump. again? I just don't want to hear it. Like any. The so if you have a free moment to do so, yeah. we watched the Hulk Hogan interview mm-hmm. for this, and he referenced Donald Trump a couple times. The WrestleMania four interview, Donald Trump also gets referenced, and it's fucking insane. Okay. It's hilarious, good. especially good. in retrospect. Yeah. It's very good. Um, Macho Man's outfit was pretty cool, as mentioned. Uh, the Jimmy Ta- Jimmy Jimmy Taylor Jimmy Hendrix's tailor mm-hmm. also made those flowing robes, which I'm very very you, jealous you, of. You said something about it being six or seven thousand dollars, but Years it, wasn't, later it wasn't that one. No. So what was it? What was it made out of it? Why is it six seven thousand dollars? I don't. Understand. I don't know. I'm not sure what it's made out of. I, I assume you could just put that together with like little beads on the like. It's a very intricate robe. I don't know if you could just put it together with beads. You're making it sound like anyone's mom could just sort of like, whatever it is, <laughs> uh, add just bedazzle. That's yeah, what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah. You're, you're making it sound like yeah, anyone's it's a bedazzle, mom. Bedazzle, yeah. Nah, that was a little bit more intricate than a bedazzle job. The Macho Man robes were fucking. They look, no, I get great. it. I get it. I Very just, expensive. I'm just surprised. $67,000. Again, this, I don't think he was selling it. I think somebody had come upon one of these Macho Man robes yeah. and was imparting it. And I remember seeing it on eBay years ago before he had passed away. And I think to just buy it outright, it was like around six or seven grand, which. But it was something like replicated hem. Like it wasn't. No, just like, I think it was a ring worn robe. So it wasn't that That one. That makes. Okay, so that makes, that makes sense. Okay. It was a ring-worn robe. Yeah, not that one, but a different Fine. one that he would, okay. Like, he had a lot of different that, robes okay. of that similar. I, I thought it was just, like, a robe that was, like, replicated. And, oh, okay. Like, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. But, okay, so... Yeah. Okay. Nice robe. Nice robe. Macho Man robe. Very impressive. If I could just wear one around the house, I would. Me too. Co- commentary. Arguably the best part of the match. The best part of any wrestling match I've seen. Really? Wow, you really... Yeah, no, like, I mean, I think generally they're not that good. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Uh, this was excellent. This was, this is exactly what I expect from WWE. Like, uh, like you like the banter. Well, it was just like one person would say something, the other one would just like kind of retaliate with something stupid. Right. 
but it was amazing. Yes. <laughs> it, it, like, well said, very, very simple, very straight to the point. I, it, that was my favorite part of the entire match. It was very good. Yeah, um, was... The commentators on the match, so on the, the good guy commentator, the play-by-play, yeah. was Gorilla Monsoon, who was a former wrestler. Uh, he went by Gorilla. Gorilla, yes. Yeah. He, uh, if you can imagine, he's a former wrestler who went by Gorilla Monsoon. I have his sticker up on my beer fridge right now. Ah. Uh, one of my, one of my, he was really the voice of my childhood when it comes to it's pro wrestling. Voice I have his, but, yeah. fucking love Gorilla yeah, Monsoon. Nice. Uh, the bad guy commentator Jesse the Body Ventura loved him too. Yes, yeah, really good. Famous from he's been in a few Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Predator, I believe that yeah. Um, Running Man. Mm-hmm. So any any time that you get a chance to watch a Jesse the Body movie, always a, always a good time. But yes, their commentary was great. I yep. thought they added a lot to the match. We're gonna watch their match with them commentating <clears> on it in that kind of style, like where they're. Yes, I think I think so. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure we will. Um, let's see. Next, uh, I think this is the first match that we've seen that had blood in it. Not a not an excessive amount of blood, but enough. I don't know if there's any thoughts that you have about the the blood that we saw. I'm not sure if. Maybe. Do you know how people bleed in wrestling? I don't know. Which like how the blood is created in wrestling. That wasn't real blood. It, it it was it was real blood. What do you mean? How is blood created? So, like, <clears throat> let's say that you and I are having a wrestling match, which, like, ten minutes ago we were on the verge of doing. You were very angry with me. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you wanted to bleed during a match, do you know how, how you would facilitate that? Um, I mean, <laughs> I, so, so you're saying this was facilitated. And so, Most of it, not always. I, I figured it was, like, an accident, because I, I never see them bleed. See, in that case, it might have been. I'm not sure. But in most situations, the way that you get... That, that you start bleeding is you cut yourself with a razor blade. On so, the head? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, a lot of times what you'll well, see... It doesn't even hurt that bad. You just do a little slice on the head, like... I mean, it's it'll, it'll, depending on how deep you're going, yeah, it's probably not super bad. There's guys that have, like, literally divots in their forehead from repeated blade jobs. There's some guys, there's one dude named Abdullah the Butcher... Whatever visual you have in your head is probably accurate. He has... Abdullah Butcher. Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah the Butcher. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Don't, don't butcher his name. He has, uh, he has like, canyons in his forehead so deep that he can put poker chips into. That's... Yeah, I don't like In fact, that. let me... Uh, let I, don't, me I, don't, I don't even... I don't know when we're going to... be like a little night. Let me... One moment. Hold on. Um, <laughs> so... So do they do this like during the the match while they're kind of fighting? Like, is this like a quick move, or is this something like they cut and then like cut back to the match? Um. So what happens here? Let me. I don't want to see. It's not. Uh, this isn't super graphic. You'll just you can just kind of see. Oh yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> that, that's even worse than yeah. Is that worse than you imagine? Yeah, no. Like, what would be better? Oh, good. Yeah. Um. So what happens usually is like there'll be some sort of spot in the match where like a guy goes headfirst in the ring post or some shit like that, and then they'll kind of like roll to their stomach. Depending on who it is, there's a couple of different ways that they do this. They'll either store the razor blade in their trunks, or. Are you- yeah, this is all real. The, not... it, the, the wrestlers store it in their trunks. Yes. While they're fighting and doing like a razor blade. That it, sounds incredibly dangerous. It gets, well, yes. Okay. From the yeah. dick standpoint, it does sound dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So either the referee will have it, which is rare, or they'll store it in their trunks, or you notice how some of them wear wrist tape? Oh, no. They'll store it in their wrist tape, 
And like they'll have a little piece of wrist tape that they peel off and then that's where the razor blade is and they'll grab it. Or my favorite, I think this is not super common, but some guys will store it in their mouth. Legitimately. I swear to God. Some guys will store it in their mouth. What what regulate like what <laughs> regulators oversee the WWE? Like uh I mean Is there is there any? Is there like they have I mean they I don't have, know what oversees like sports, but I'm I'm curious. Like that seems is it the F, like the FCC? Well, I mean, they're not a sport per se, so they're like exempt from a lot of the Yeah, but like they're also like on live like the, you know, like there's the United States or... Health and Drug Administration. Yeah, but why like I don't know if they would oversee it. They wouldn't the because it's not a sport. So like if people are in competition with each other, that's different. Then you have to regulate that to make sure everybody's safe. If you're doing a performance show, the Federal Communication Bureau, I mean, the FCC? Yeah. Uh, I mean, in what regard? You're talking about from a safety standpoint? I'm just... <laughs> I, I understand the race play thing, and that makes sense, right? You want to cut someone <laughs> on the head really quick, a referee... You seem genuinely do... uncomfortable. I, I, I'm, I'm concerned with, like, it in, like, one, like, their pants. <laughs> like, that... <laughs> that's, like, super concerning, like... <laughs> But then, like, you meant... Okay, so then you want to get, like... Okay, like, just on their wrists. There's any veins right there to, like, potentially yeah. sever. Or their mouth. Like It just gets increasingly more yeah, dangerous. It's yeah, it's insane. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so I get... Like, if I were to be in a wrestling match, I would have no problem with someone, like, doing a quick slice on my forehead. Not deep, just... Sure. Uh, there's a lot... You a know, slice. Like, cut your forehead, there's gonna be a lot of blood coming out. It's yeah. very easy, right? Mm-hmm. Not... Not in my pants. <laughs> not... Not in my... Or my mouth. <laughs> Not gonna do that. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So. So I'm not sure if Hulk actually did in this case. I was trying to like look a little bit. Yeah. I didn't catch any obvious he's bleeding right now sort of moments, but the cut itself looked like he may have bladed. But I'm not quite sure. But that's for okay. anyone who's right. no, unaware yeah, of that. That's how that usually happens. Although occasionally accidents do happen and guys just get busted open for for real. He got more mileage out of that than I expected, and he looked a little queasy. So let's go ahead. Uh, last couple items. We had the punch dispute. So I claimed that Macho Man's punches looked great, oh, and yeah, you no, were no. disputing that, which everything Macho Man does looks good. I don't think any punch in any wrestling match I've seen looks good. I it just don't. They all look like they're doing some like like weird like hand up wrist thing to like the face, and like the guy's like, oh my god, it really hurts. We'll keep a we'll keep a tally on this. For me, Macho Man's punches look great. Did you? Did you I mean, the same punch was landed in that scene where she was like laying in a hospital bed, and that was a that was a crime of passion. He that's was, fine, he was but he did the, the same emotion. punch that he did in the ring. The same. No, the thing. standing punch is different. He kind of has like a little wind up and like a pow. It's like a like a little like a very laser focused sort of punch. I think it looks great. One of my favorite punches. <laughs> it's it, whatever. You, 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 <laughs> man of low. Sophistication. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite moments of all time, and we already talked about this a little bit off air. One of my favorite moments ever watching wrestling alongside of you is the moment where Elizabeth is gently helping Macho Man to his feet. She's concerned over her man. She's picking him up, trying to help him get back into the ring. And he looks and he swats her hand away. And then I just hear you deadpan, completely void of emotion, is he going to (laughs) lose? Having that realization in that moment was so good. Just as good as any other moment of excitement you've had about any match. 
I felt like I should have had the whole time, and then and then <laughs> to see that. Uh, just knowing, like, okay, this guy who's borderline abusive towards his wife, there's no fucking chance. I didn't know going in that he was abusive to his wife. Well, he hadn't done anything to her. Right. To that point. And, and during the match, I mean, he's just kind of like a dick. He did do, do the face smush thing, which is, you know, I wouldn't recommend trying that with your respective significant others. And then the entire rest of the match, I remember trying to convince you, like, hey, man, it's not over. But you were just the most somber that I've ever seen you for the last, like, ten minutes of that. As soon as you saw that, you just knew it was fucking over. It was an L. It was a L <laughs> And I couldn't tell if you were just mad. Well, you were clearly mad at me. It also seemed like you were mad at yourself. I just, I was trying to pick you up and, like, convince you that there was still hope, even though I knew uh, that there was none. But I didn't want to see you that dejected and that down, so... Yeah, well, I was. I still am. I can tell. You seem a little little low-key. Um, so with all of that in the rear view, that does put you at 2-4. I am sorry. That, I don't, what, what percentage is that? It's bad. It's like... I don't remember. Math is... Yeah, it's not great. It's <laughs> not a great uh, percentage. So let's talk rankings. So to kind of close things out here... We do have our match ranking. You can actually see it on our whiteboard. Give a give a peek here. Where do you think that this match falls in the in the overall ranking? I okay. You you said during the, don't let what happened affect your so, rank. This was not that. This was not that good. It, it was not a good match. <laughs> you were loving. The, you said at one point in the first ten first, first, minutes. Okay. This is the best thing I've ever the seen. The commentators really carried a lot. Sure, and that's that, part of it. Okay, fine. I'll throw that in there. Yeah. Aside from that, mm-hmm. garbage match. Garbage match that I did not like, and I didn't like the outcome either. I don't like... <laughs> we talked it's to important Randy Macho like... Man the whole fucking time, yeah, and great. then you like let him collapse on everything I knew about wrestling. That's what That's, that's, what that's harsh. That's harsh. What? But try and put your scientist hat on. It's important that we be... We take emotion out of it. We be scientific about it. Uh, people rely on us for the science. So, looking over our list, we've got Osprey versus Shingo at one, Taz versus Bam Bam number two, Kaufman and Hart versus Lawler three, Hulk versus Andre four, Harlem Heat versus Times five. I'm trying to remember Hulk versus Andre, what was the? There was a bear hug, a very long bear hug. There was the bit where they pull up the mat and then oh, okay, all right, is yeah, that? Yeah. Um, um, I think hmm, it's not last. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, I mean, I guess it could. It, it's it's in between like four or five. I'm trying because I you're putting Hulk and Andre above Hulk versus Macho Man. Is that what you're saying? I'm trying to figure out if it's gonna go like above or below. Okay, that's fair. Um, I think the commentary stood out more on this match. It did. Even though you know what, it was the same commentary team as as the Hulk versus. Andre. But this was way better. This was and why was that? Is it just because, like, the, the... More experience working together. And, and, like, I mean, I think Jesse the Body was pulling... I put, it, I put it number four. I put it number four. So, one, okay. two, three, four, and then Hulk and Andre dropped at five and five. Okay. That's where I put it. That's right. right. That's where I put it. Garbage match, but it still goes right there. Garbage match, but it still goes right no, there. No, it was... It was it, the, the, the commentators were, were good. I didn't think the wrestling was that, that good in the match. I, I mean, it wasn't... It's not, it you knew that, that it wasn't going to be. No, it, you're right. It was a story that built yeah, exactly. Because I lost, <laughs> it goes right there. Where it <laughs> if goes. you would have won, where do you do you think it would have? It changed? probably would have been a little higher. It probably would have been a little bit higher. Damn it! We're trying to be scientific <laughs> yeah, about well, this shit. You can't. You can't always. Fuck. You can't always you're on the verge of getting bumped from this show. I'm telling you right now. 
Uh, <laughs> one more loss and you're fucking out of here. I'm just I'm calling it right now. That's gonna be a lot of pressure next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need it. Your yeah. your mind's going every direction, yeah. every which way but loose, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> um, anything else? I know I've kept you for a very long time here today. Time I get here? Jeez, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got here early. Anything else that you want to uh, mention? I do have an outro for the show now. I know we've been talking about how we need like an ending, mm. and we've got that now. But before we do that, what? Uh, I don't have anything. I, I, um, I was emotionally drained. I am. I'm, I'm upset. I don't know how. Like, how I'm gonna go home. I. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. What, I, I don't know how to handle all of this. Um, I came in with my one and record, very confident. And I was hoping to let that carry me to six and L. Yeah, didn't two and no. four. No, you can listen to episode one on YouTube. You can listen to that and hear how confident Ryan was and how. But how, did you hear how episode, like how confident I was in episode two? That was the thing. I think I had brought in a lot of confidence on that yeah. episode, mm-hmm. just because of how episode one went. Yeah, you thought you were a wrestling expert. I did. All right, fair enough. Well, with all that said, we'll hope that Ryan gets a chance to rest up. We've got a modern match. Maybe that'll helpful, be helpful for next time. Oh, uh, that'll switch things up a little bit. And it won't have quite as much uh, backstory. So it'll, it'll be you know a little yeah. bit of a, a quicker quicker uh, thing. Just to really disrupt the backs. That's right. Of, uh, Clean our palate, yeah, yeah, so yeah. to speak. Uh, so as far as our ending here today, we have a new segment. What in the world? We've got a new segment. This segment, uh, we're going to be ending the, se- the, uh, the session. We're going to be ending... Our recording here today uh, with the segment of Eric's Wisdom Tree. That's right. It's where I impart a piece of wisdom. Maybe I'll flesh it out. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just give it out and put it out there in the universe and not let people interpret it however they want. Are you ready to yeah. sit at the base of Eric's Wisdom Tree, Ryan? The man of a thousand compliments. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like he is. My, my piece of wisdom for this week? Never. Trust a woman with a foot tattoo. And with that said, I'll talk to you all later. Thanks for downloading. Bye, everybody. You just you just say it and then close it. Maybe I'll, I'll read to you. And with that said, thanks, everybody. Bye from Ryan Murphy. Bye from Eric Donaldson. Have a good one. We'll see you next episode. What kind of foot tattoo are you talking about? doesn't matter, any of them. It is below the ankle. Don't trust that woman. <laughs> Just, just a rule of thumb. Don't. Just keep walking. Below the joint, that's the foot. If it's on the joint, that's... It's, again, cause for concern, but it's not the foot. That's, oh, that's my piece of advice. That's my learning tree. You you are giving no room for... like, And I'm not debating. I think that's that's <laughs> fine. That's, yeah. But, just do it all you want, but my wisdom. I don't know if we're still going to use this or not, but goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Noun. Red thing. Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs>